And that was Roll Up by Fitz and the Tantrums, which was actually suggested to me by one of the participants at my after-school program, Ethan. So shout out to Ethan for that awesome song. But it's Shane. And it's Kaylee. And we are back for another episode of the Pop Talk podcast. So we got a lot to talk about today. Like I said last on the last episode on our 2008 podcast, which if you have not listened to that episode, make sure you... Go back and check that one out because 2008 is lit. And follow us on social media. So our SoundCloud, go up to the top, click follow. Make sure you do that so you don't miss out on any of the future episodes coming out. And then follow us on Twitter at Talkin' Pop. That is talking without the G pop. And then my Twitter that you can follow me at is Mr. McCaddy, M-R-M-C-C-A-T-T-Y. And my Twitter, um, that I'm trying to use as much as possible, kind of, sort of, not really, maybe, um, is Kells, K-E-L-L, six S's, and then one, two, seven, six. Yes, and if you can't remember that, that's all going to be down in the description for you. And before we get into our Hot 100 talk, I want to give a special birthday shout out to Rihanna. Rihanna, the big for you. Yes, she just turned 30. A few days ago when you will hear this. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and it's crazy because I've been a huge Rihanna fan. Well, Rihanna's my favorite. Everyone knows this. And I've been a huge fan since she was like 18, so it's crazy. She's now in her 30s. So, well, you know what? Actually, you know what? She's in her 30s. But you know who else went into their 30s recently? Katy Perry. So, but Rihanna, don't follow her lead. Actually, Rihanna and Katy Perry have still yet to do their song together. They talk, they've been talking about that since the La- Rihanna Loud days. That was 2010, which was also Teenage Dream Time. But they never did a song together? No. They've been talking about, yeah, we're like besties. We're pop besties. We're gonna, yeah, we're working on music together. <laughs> but where, though? Where? Can I, <laughs> can I hear it? Like, even if it's just me? But yeah, so shout out to Rihanna. Okay. How 100, top 10. Yeah. Let's break it down. We got, we, do, we got a couple new things up in here. A few. Um, number 10, Stir Fry Migos. That is just going everywhere. It's going blah, 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 blah. Yeah, blop. I've still yet to hear the full song. Yeah, me too. I got bothered. I got actually bothered by the Apple commercial. And mm. I didn't want to listen to the song. <laughs> I said, I don't know how I feel about an animated pig singing Migos. Number 9. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> Number nine is um, All the Stars, Kendra and SZA. Um, yes. It went from 31 to number nine. Yes, and if people don't know, that's from the Black Panther mm-hmm. um, soundtrack, which is number one for its second week on the Hot 200 albums charts. That's amazing. So if you haven't seen Black Panther, go see it. I'm going to see it this weekend. Yep. So, yeah. We might actually, you know what? Because Kaylee's also seeing it this weekend. Yes, I am. Maybe we can talk about that next week. Maybe the album or the movies. movie? No, Ooh. maybe we have our first movie segment. Ooh. Yes. <gasps> that actually, you know what? <gasps> okay, that actually works. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you later. Okay. okay. <laughs> Here, I'm going to write a reminder. Shane, excite. <laughs> number eight is New Rules. My girl. I got no rules. I'm counting. Uh, number seven is Meant to Be. BB's moving up, coming for that number one. Number six is a new song to the top ten. It's Look Alive by Blockboy JB featuring Drake. Okay. I've not heard about this I just want to say, so I listened to it today for yeah. the first time. Yeah. And it should be Drake featuring Blockboy. Oh. <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, it's okay. I mean, it's a... Uh, 
it charted mm-hmm. because of the power of Drake. Yeah. And I think it's going to fall. Plummet, like actually. Or next week. Next week, sir. You know, just not, and that's nothing against the song. I just don't think it's not, for me at least, it's not a, a hit or anything. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay. It's a rap song, whatever. So the top five has not changed. Again. Top five, uh, five Rockstar, four Havana, three Finesse, two Perfect, and one God's Plan. Drake just ruins that one word title. <laughs> and actually, God's Plan mm-hmm. is the only song in the top five to not have a feature. Wow. Actually, there's only two songs on the top ten that are by one person. Yep, and that is New Rules and God's Plan. I would say technically, the Migos is a group, so you can they're like one artist, but it's three people, so mm. we don't count them. Mm-mm. But yeah, all right. So that was the top ten. So some rising tracks that I had. I have two, two to play. Mm-hmm. Well. No, I got three to play, whatever, <laughs> and, and one to uh, just mention. So, Him and I by g Easy and Halsey has reached a new peak at number 14. Mm. So, they're definitely going to be coming for that top 10 pretty soon. And I hear that song all the time. I all hear, the time. I hear Halsey so much because Bad at Love all the time, too. Honestly, even closer. I hear it's closer. Still closer. Still hear closer. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. You know what I don't really hear that often? Now or never. Where's okay. the love? Continue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, I actually had a dream about this next song. Oh. Um, the Middle, oh, yeah, Zed, Marin Morris, and Gray mm-hmm. went from number 22 to number 17. Mm-hmm. I had a dream that, I don't know where I was, it was some type of music industry event, and I had met Marin Morris, or I just walked up to Marin Morris. I don't know how exactly we met, but I told her, I was like, yeah, you know, um, you're just doing like really cool things. I, you know, I love the middle. And then I think I talked about some other songs that I liked. She was like, oh, okay, thank you. I don't even know what Marin Morris looks like. I saw, I've seen her live, so oh. I know what she looks like. Okay. Um, yeah, she's really pretty. And you didn't see her, she performed in the Grammys. No, I, no, I saw her in her commercial and the... Yeah. Tribute that she did. I wish. Uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I like this song. It's growing on me. It, def- it does, like I said before, has that stay Alessia Cara vibe. That I guess that's Zed's new way for this album that's going to be coming out. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping an album is coming out. Mm-hmm. But I actually like, I like this one a lot more than Stay because, I don't know, Marin Morris, I don't know, I just something about the chorus. It's the chorus mm-hmm. that I just like a lot better than Stay. But this is the middle, Zed, Marin Morris, and Gray. And then the next one I have is... Mine by Bazzi. Got that one too? Yep. Um, it went from number 29 to number 22. And I've, I've heard it before, but I feel like I listened to it for the first time today. Like, I was actually listening. Like, mm-hmm. I went and clicked it and listened to it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's okay. It 
it kind of reminds me of some songs from I'm trying to think of the year. Do you remember that song? You're not gonna remember the song. I can't remember the song. Do you remember a rapper named Young Berg? Uh, sounds super and familiar. And he had a song with a female vocalist on it, and it was called oh, "The goodness. Power of Google." I can't remember what it was called, but it kind of reminds me of songs. I'm probably maybe I can't. I mean, you know, I might even sound crazy if anyone listens to this <laughs> and says. Shane, that song sounds nothing like that. And then I apologize. But it gives me that feel, he that had, sort of nostalgia feel. His debut single was Sexy Lady featuring Junior, R&B singer Junior. No, not that no? one. No? Okay. Well, he only put out one album, so <laughs> there's a lot to go on. Maybe that's what it was called. No. There's six, the singles from that album are Sexy Lady, Do That There, and The Business. The Business. That's the one. The business I'm thinking. Oh, he was also on Sexy Can I. Yes. Not that his part is remember- memorable, but yes, he was. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, it gives me that sort of nostalgia feel. So this is mine, Bazzy. I think I'm saying his, his name right. I just had to let you know your And then the last one, we kind of talked about it before, but we did not play it, is River, Eminem, Mm -hmm. featuring Ed Sheeran. It just went to the top 40 from number 42 to number 35. The music video also came out, but I didn't watch it. It peaked at number 11. What? River. It did? Mm Mm-hmm. It did? Yeah. It went, that's like a, a... I think of number 11. Oh, so it, it debuted, debuted oh. and then it went down. Oh, then never mind. I'm not talking about this song then. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's, it's grown up. It has grown on me since the album. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched the music video because Ed Sheeran still makes me mad. Ooh. And Ooh. so, yeah. Okay, anyways. Uh, Kayla, you can go. I only had, well, you had two of them. <laughs> and the only other one I had was Lauv is debuting at number 96 with My dude. I Like Me Better. Actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. Debuted? Mm-hmm. It never charted before? Nope. The amount of times I've streamed that song and it's never charted? Now, I heard I'm it. offended. But I heard it on the radio. I hear it on the radio a lot. Well, not oh. a lot. Not a lot. No, I actually heard, heard it on the radio and I was like, oh! And then... That's my dude. I love him. Well, no, it debuted at number 96. Oh, good. I'm, I'm happy about that. I streamed that song. I was like, "Rip!" It just started. You know how much I played that. I played that song out like nobody. But you don't know that you're the only one. I know. I I actually heard him do it acoustically. It was pretty good. On where? I don't know. I don't remember. (laughs) He did a cover of Magic Coldplay's "Magic" on when he was on Elvis Duran. Mm -hmm. So good. But, yeah, is that all you got? Yep. All right, that is Rising Tracks, and that is Hot 100 Talk. So, we are going to talk about Miss, I try to say her actual name. Katie Hudson. Isn't it Catherine, though? Catherine Hudson. Catherine Hudson. Yeah. Did you write that down? For sure, because I'm a real podcast person. Oh, my gosh, you actually have her first... Oh, you didn't write this. Oh, you didn't write. No, the song. I, I didn't. Like, oh I my. just. You I got the gospel album. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I wanted to acknowledge that that was her actual first album, but then her actual first album came out. <laughs> yeah, it's it's her it's her first album, but her first album as Katy Perry. Correct. You know, it's, it's whatever. But mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so just a quick note that I found out about Katy Perry before we start mm-hmm. is um, she has the most diamond certified singles mm-hmm. of all time. And for people who don't know what diamond means, that means you've sold at least 10 million copies of your single. And she has that with Dark Horse, Firework, and Roar. Have all gone diamond. She's also the only female artist to have five number ones come off one album. She's the second artist in general. Yep. The only other one is Michael Jackson with Bad. And Mm -hmm. she has... Oh, never mind. Too many facts. <laughs> Too many, many facts. But yeah. Too so, many facts, not much success. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Was that tea and shade? Ooh. Yeah. But, uh, I drink chamomile. <laughs> so just so you guys can keep up and follow with us, what we're kind of going to do is we're going to go through, in chronological order, all of Katy Perry's studio albums. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're going to talk about those. We'll play a song from that. And, yeah, and then we'll play a game, and then, you know, we do what we do. So This is how we do. So, I mean, if you want to make your quick acknowledge, mm-hmm. you want to make your quick acknowledgement. With the list? Of her first album. Oh! So just acknowledge her. Oh, yes. So her first <laughs> album that she put out, you know, when she first started music, she was into, she did Christian music. As we all do. Um, you know, as we all as do. We all, we all do. start singing for Jesus. <laughs> um, her first album was self-titled Katie Hudson. It came out in 2001. Just to let you know. Um, literally dis- no singles. And then she discovered Queen. And <laughs> yeah, and then she discovered Girls <laughs> in general. Then she discovered a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah, was, yeah. she got unsheltered. She said, mm-hmm. oh. I know what I want to do now, mm-hmm. which leads us into her debut album as Katy Perry because mm-hmm. she changed her name. Wasn't there? What was there? Was like a was it? She didn't want to be confused with Kate Hudson. I think so. I think that's what it was. So I she think changed so. her name to Katy Perry, or someone yeah. told her to change her name. The point is, she got a new name. So <laughs> her first album, One of the Boys, came out. It was released on June seventeenth in two thousand and eight. It has since gone two times platinum, selling over two million copies, and it peaked at number nine on the Hot 200. So, I thought that's pretty good for a debut. Oh, yeah. I mean, it only got that because of the singles. Yeah. So, the leads... Okay. So, the the promotional single was You're So Gay, Mm -hmm. and that came out with the music video and whatnot, and that really... Kind of irked people. It did irk people, but I think it, it also gave her that sort of. Cause my perspective of Katy Perry from the jump has always been she's like the pop star, like the bubbly pop star, but she has like that slight edge, mm-hmm. you know, where she can sing "You're So Gay" and you know, kissing girls and stuff, mm-hmm. but still can somehow be family friendly. Yeah, you know, it's that sort of weird. A mix that she had going on. So the actual lead single, though, from the album was I Kissed a Girl, which we all know peaked at number one for about seven, uh, seven consecutive weeks. And fun fact, it was actually, actually the 1,000th number rock one song. of the rock era. Yep. And I actually remember that for a fact when that actually happened. I remember the Billboard article being like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. 
when I was in my youth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's talk about I Kissed a Girl. Okay. Um, so I had that on my iPod, and I, this was the summer right before high school. So that was the summer of 08. Um, which, check out our last podcast because we talked about 08. Which we did. Um, this was walking to the library every day to go volunteer because I had no friends. Um, no car, no friends, no money. I was fat. It was just horrible. It was a horrible summer. Actually, no. It was a really good summer because I got to go and I got to volunteer. I met Tierra that summer. Um, See, little did she know, in a few months, she would be meeting me. Exactly. <laughs> so th- that's the only memory I have of that song is me walking to it. Oh, really? To the library, yeah. My memory of that song is, I, I'm pretty sure I might have said this before on the last podcast. But so I'll make it shorter this time. But I did not like the song. I thought it had a good production, but I didn't like the lyric, the content of the lyrics. Mm-hmm. I said, "Why are you wasting such a good production to talk about kissing girls?" You know, because I was my mind was closed back then, and and then it grew on me because it's like most of her hits. The ear, they worm themselves into your ears. Like, you just mm-hmm. can't resist singing. No, no, no. I kissed a girl and I liked it. The taste of her cherry chastic. It's just catchy, whether you like it or not. Yeah. And so, yeah, but I, I definitely thought it was, it was a good single to establish her as an artist because no one else was doing something I like that. And I think this is a good introduction to exactly what... And I, and I saw Kesha in the music video today oh. when I watched it. Yeah, she's in there. Um, <laughs> I think that I Kissed a Girl is a great example of what you just said, that it's a pop song through and through. It's pop beat, pop song, mm-hmm. pop melody. Nice Dr. Luke. But there's that edge. I Kissed a Girl. Yeah. And she liked it. So and and I just want cherry chapstick, you know, cherry flavored chapstick sales went up. <laughs> just want to say that everyone was trying to wear some cherry chapstick, trying to get some kisses. Ooh, I don't think that's what they meant, though. That's not what she meant. Um, my innocent mind, that's what it meant. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she just came from Christian Town and kissing girls. Yeah, her, yeah, I remember in her movie, her parents talking about. How they were so like, <laughs> they were shook. They were like, I bet they weren't shook when that check came in though. Oh no, they weren't because in the movie, her dad was definitely wearing a lot of expensive bling. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, but you're not a pastor no more, are you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He said they were like, yeah, you know, we didn't really, you know, like when I kissed the girl came out, but when that California girls' money came in, we right. were like, okay. <laughs> And <laughs> we we turned Cardi B for a minute. We right. were like, okay, okay. <laughs> oh gosh. So, the follow up to "I Kissed a Girl" was "Hot and Cold," which peaked at. Oh, so I forgot to say, "I Kissed a Girl" has gone six times platinum, but "Hot and Cold" peaked at number three. Trace on the Hot 100, and it's gone seven times platinum. And now for me, I've all "Hot and Cold" was always the one for me. I was a Hot and Cold fan over an I Kissed a Girl fan from the jump. Mm. And that's the one that kind of got me intrigued to pay more attention to her. You don't like Hot and Cold? Why not? 
So I saw, so it was like, what, in the 10, 30 at night, 11 o'clock, and I was downstairs, you know. With, you know, early. <laughs> you know, day has just yet begun, <laughs> and I actually saw the video for Hot and Cold. Mm -hmm. I forget if it had, like, like, that was the premiere, or, like, it was the day it had come out, but it was on, like, the MTV video block, I guess, in the early morning of 10, 30 p.m., um, and I saw it, and I was like, oh, that's the, that's the kiss the girl girl. And that's the kiss the girl girl. It just is like, okay. But the last oh, single yeah. that came out, okay. that was when I was like, okay, I kind of dig her. Mm -hmm. She'll get places. <laughs> She'll get there. She'll get there. Yeah, hot and cold. I, yeah, I jam, still jam. It's all jam. Something like, it's just the, the production. I like the part. And the before the bridge, the do 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 do. Someone call a doctor. Oh, I remember thinking, wow, she's like so seen. Yeah, I thought that's what I'm saying. She was always she was very tongue in cheek with her lyrics back then. I I just want to say I miss Katy Perry with black hair. Me too. I think listen, I think Katy Perry is one of the most beautiful singers right now, for sure. Like for real, even. Even having blonde hair, but like long. Yeah, but this haircut. But this haircut ruined it. Her with black hair, or even like dark purple hair, she's gorgeous. Yeah, no, I but I was looking back when I was looking back at the videos from I mean, this album. Come and, on. Yeah, when I was looking back from the, at the videos from this album, I was like, wow, I forgot how attractive I used to think she was. Back in this day, because I don't know what she's done to herself now. I mean, but. I wasn't never a fan of the like bowl cut and then like the, because that's what all the scene girls had. They had like the bangs oh, and then the I bowl cut yeah. and then the oh, long yeah, hair. Like that and your oh, yeah. oh my gosh, no, stop that! But in the last two singles videos, uh, she looked really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hot and cold. I was very disappointed that didn't go number one. I think that for me that should have been. Um, the big hit, you're hot and you're cold, you're yes and you're no. You're in and you're out. Come on, Up opposites. Up and down? I just realized Wrong that everyone listens right. to opposites. Come on. I don't listen to, I don't pay attention to lyrics <laughs> like that. It all just hit me. I was like, wow. Hit you like a ton of bricks, it that really did. did. It really <laughs> did. But yeah. So the third single from one of the boys is Thinking of You, which peaked at number 29. 29. It went platinum. And <sighs> it is was solely written by Katy Perry. She's the only person who wrote that song. Obviously which shown. Wait, why do you say that? Because it got to 29. Oh, okay. I was <laughs> thinking because it was an acoustic ballad and people were like, wait, you just gave us I Kissed the Girl in Hot and Cold. What are we doing? <laughs> Isn't this a video that had the guy from Smallville in it? Yes. I know my facts. That's Put me on but Jeopardy. I was saying, but when I was listening to it, I was like, you know what? Before I found out she wrote it by herself, I was like, this is probably one of her best lyrically written songs because I like the, um, how does it start? <laughs> I can't remember. It's, oh yeah, compare, comparisons. She says something about comparisons. I, I can't think of, of you. That's all I remember. Yeah. That's the all I remember. Is, it's, it's really, it's well written. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. well written. And <clears throat> which, which was a nice, I thought was a nice, 
accompaniment to mm-hmm. the first two singles showing range and showing depth. Like, I'm not just, you know, the mm-hmm. yeah. pop singer, but, you know, I also have some musical credibility mm-hmm. and whatnot because, you know, she plays the guitar and stuff as well. Yeah, I really like Thinking of You. I don't, I'm not going to say I wish it was bigger. That actually did better than I thought it did. <laughs> than I remember, at least. But, yeah, I like it. It's, it's nice. Cool. And then we got Waking Up in Vegas. I think this is the best single off this album. It peaked at number nine. So underrated. Yeah. Two times platinum. And it's underrated in comparison because it had more of a pop rock feel instead of a pure pop feel. But that music video... Katy Perry, okay. Well... Had some bosom. (laughs) No. One of the boys and Teenage Dream had great music videos. Yeah, they did. But we're not at Teenage Dream yet. But, yeah, waking up in Vegas, I remember that was the first time. So, breaking the fourth wall for a second. One of our one of our mutual friends that Kaylee and I have from high school, Kasia, that was actually the first time we, like, really bonded because she was a huge Katy Perry fan, and we both had said our favorites. You didn't know that? No. She had both said, we had both said our favorite songs at the time when we talked about it was Waking Up in Vegas, and I didn't know, I didn't know anyone else knew that song because... Okay, I mean, I guess she can was, come on here and do this then. Well, this was, no. <laughs> this was before it was a single, and I, you know, I mean, oh. back then, I don't know who listens to albums. You know what I mean? I, I thought I was the only weird person who did that mm. at the time. Mm. So when she had said that, I was like, "What? You like waking up in Vegas? You know what that is?" <laughs> so yeah, so that was cool. But yeah, waking up in Vegas is a jam. Jam. This was me. That's what. So this this song up. was. On the, uh, so what I would do is I would, the PlayStation was in my brother's room. Mm-hmm. So that summer, I think it was the summer after freshman year, so the summer of 2009, I had put the radio on, I would play the first Harry Potter game on the PlayStation, and Waking Up in Vegas would come on, uh, Boom Boom Pal from Black Eyed Peas came on, or um, I Know You Want It came on, I Know You Want It. Is that Pitbull song? Yeah. And then Blame It on the Alcohol came on. Blame it on the Hate. Can't wait for 2009. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was that's my memory of that song. But I love that song. I love that video. I think it's great. Get your cash out, baby. Yeah. Shake, shake, shake the glitter. It's probably the most nostalgic shake one for me. Glitter. Yes. It's probably definitely the most nostalgic one yes. for me. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So... There's no other songs really on the album that... No. <laughs> I mean, I like... Don't get me wrong. I like the album. And I was going to say, I think this is the album that showed her most... I don't want to say range, but was very... Does it have the range? A lot of people got mad when Teenage Dream came out. Like, Katy Perry fans who were like a huge fans of this album in particular, like past the singles, got really mad when Teenage Dream came out because the sound changed. Mm-hmm. But... This has a lot of guitar, a lot of um, more introspective, not introspective, but more intimate songs, I'll say, like Mannequin and Self-Inflicted and Fingerprints and stuff like that. So if you want a Katy Perry album that has a little more depth to it Mm -hmm. and a little more less overly, no, I don't even say, no, I'll say it, less overly produced 
um, songs, then I would say check out one of the boys. And Kaylee. Yes. I will let, I mean, I'm pretty sure I know. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. But I'll let you say it. Okay. What song are we going to play from one of the boys? Duh, Waking Up in Vegas. All right, so this is Waking Up in Vegas. Don't be a baby, remember what you told Shut up and put your money where your mouth is. That's what you get for waking up in Vegas. Okay. So, before we get to the next album, I've got three things I kind of just want to mention for a second. So, before the album came, before the next album came out, she was on two features. Oh, yes. She was on 303 Starstruck. 303, man. You mean the two songs? Yes. Three. <laughs> Well, no, that was a Kesha song. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the two songs. But I listened to this. I watched the music video again today. And I'm just like, man, I she was really attractive back then. So pretty. Just, so yeah, pretty. Just, Especially yeah. in If We Ever Meet Again. Yeah, I watched that one. I watched that one, too. But I like... I like Starstruck. It's just so fun. Mm -hmm. And I like that it's a real collaboration. And she's, like, in the whole song. Mm-hmm. And whatnot, you know. I just set them up, just set them up. Yeah, I jam. I need to. I wish if that song, if they didn't say "Nice Legs, Daisy Dukes," I would. Me I would play it for my kids, but I can't. Um, I, don't know, I don't know if I can get away with that. Do you know that only peaked at sixty-six? Yes, that's why I didn't write down the peak. Cause I'm like, that's embarrassing. Oh well, that's why I wrote it down because people <laughs> need to know. <laughs> Great. Not her song, though. But, Not her song, though. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I like... Well, it was a remix, too. It wasn't even the original. Oh. So, whatever. But that's a jam. And if we, ne if we ever meet again... I didn't like it as much when I listened to it today than I remember I feel... It. I, I know exactly what you're talking about because I remember it being like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then... I, oh, yeah. And then I listened to a little bit of it today and I was like... Yeah, it wasn't I, the same feel. I read an interview or read no, I think it was I forgot I read something where Timberland talked about how he wanted to basically make his own version of I Got a Feeling by the Black yes. Eyed Peas and yeah. I said Yeah, how does really, that sound the same? Really <laughs> I mean I, I, I hear it, but not enough to be oh I was inspired. I don't know. I just didn't yeah. really get that feel yeah. from the song. But yeah. So once Katy Perry was on her feature game, she came up with a MTV Unplugged acoustic album. And if you want to say that Katy Perry is untalented and you want to say Katy Perry cannot sing, I'm just going to say, go listen to her MTV Unplugged album and you will not be saying the same thing. Girl is talented. Just going to say that. <laughs> All right. But now we have her second album, her third, but her second album her magnum opus teenage dream where i had a dream yes she, she, had, <laughs> she had one and it was fulfilled um teenage dream released august 24th of 2010 it went three it's gone three times platinum and when i when i'm talking about numbers and sales and stuff i'm talking strictly in the u.s not worldwide but all of the worldwide numbers are usually 
doubled. So just think about that. Or look it up yourself. But <laughs> it peaked at number one on the Billboard Hot 200. And it was actually nominated for Album of the Year and Best Pop Vocal Album at that the next year's Grammy Awards. It did not win any of them because Katy Perry has not won a Grammy yet. Which is amazing to me. Which is insane. And I honestly, I think she should have won one of these. I don't remember... Adele. <laughs> actually, yeah, no, no. Actually, I think this was, I think this was Adele. That actually I won. read it today. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah, yeah. I was like, wait a minute. I, I'm like, why didn't you? I would have given Teenage Dream Album of the Year, but I was like, guess right. Adele. Yeah, Set Fire to the Rain won something over her. I mean, it's Adele, so. I mean. It's Adele. Yes, so, Teenage Dream, which I want to say, this, the whole, Teenage Dream is, in my opinion, the staple and one of the best, definitely, I don't want to say the top right now without thinking about it, but it's definitely in my top five pop albums of the decade. Like, if I'm, if someone, if someone said Shane... I've never listened to pop music before, and I want to get into pop music. Where should I start? I always point people to Katy Perry, Teenage Dream. Because you Which have version? The original. Okay. Even though, even though the E.T. remix, I love, but whatever. <laughs> so I always point them to that because you have, you have the hits. Yep. It's cohesive. Mm-hmm. It's, um, there's like good lyrics. There is a balance. It flows very well. It's well-structured. Even if you get with the complete confection or whatever it's called, yeah, it is version. You still get more bops. <laughs> like, you know, it has everything. It was marketed so well with the album cover being a painting mm-hmm. of her, and then it's smelling like cotton candy when you opened it. Mine still smells like cotton candy. Eight years uh, later, you need to get yourself checked if you've been smelling that then. Because that is some voodoo alien. I mean, she is probably part of the Illuminati, so I don't know. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it, it's not like a strong, it doesn't smell like I just got cotton candy in my hand, but it's you can So smell then, what are your, if someone, smell. if I came to you and said, I've never listened to pop music no, in my life? I, I don't have that off the top of my head right oh. now. I would probably say that. I would probably say Good Girl Gone Bad, Rihanna. And then there's some stuff that's come up more recently that I would point to, but mm. I, I I would have to think. Oh. That's a I thought you, I thought you had the list. Oh no 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 no. no. <laughs> I thought you had the that's list. That's not something I've actively thought about recently, <laughs> at least. So. Okay, well then here's another question: Who do you think is in the Illuminati? I don't believe the Illuminati exists. I mean, the Illuminati is a real thing, but I don't think it, I don't think this Illuminati exists with the triangles and stuff, but. I have some. I do have some suspicion because it's too convenient that when people are saying, "Oh, these are the signs," and then you have all these people, they have the signs in like their videos and like. Mm. But yeah, I try not to think about that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. So I mean, I don't know. Who do you think is the Illuminati? Um, Beyonce for sure. Like she might just might as well but be the priestess. She said. Y'all haters corny with the Illuminati mess. She's trying to hide it, Shane. <sighs> is she, though? Is she? I also think Bruno Mars is part of the Illuminati. Why? I don't know. I just feel like he's skeezy. You know what? I can believe that because Bruno Mars has been way too successful. That's without, what I'm saying. Without ever having a moment of non-success. 
Like, you came out of the gate with a number one song. And you're on a feature. Still making number one songs. Yeah. You're not Adele. You're not. You're not anyone. You're not Adele. <laughs> I think Adele is as well. But I feel like she's like that cool part of the Illuminati. That's I don't like, think Adele. Guys, let's I don't not think, I don't think the Adele's the Illuminati. I think Adele just <laughs> appeals to middle-aged white moms <laughs> and, and my dad. <laughs> and those people, but those people are the ones they 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 buy the most music. Mm. So I mean, whatever. But teenage dream. Anyway, sorry. So yes. Um, so yeah, I think it's yeah. So obvious, obviously, we know I love teenage dream. <laughs> I think it's amazing. I'm jamming to it today. Yes. But so. <laughs> We'll start with the first single. Mm-hmm. We have California Girls mm-hmm. featuring Snoop Dogg, which peaked at number one on the Hot 100 for mm-hmm. six weeks. It was the West Coast response to Jay-Z and Alicia Keys' Empire State of Mind, which also a fantastic song. So overplayed. It definitely was overplayed. Both of these songs were overplayed. But it was also nominated for a Grammy for Best Pop Collaboration with Vocals. And it's gone eight times platinum. I love this song. That's crazy. I love, I love everything about this song. I love the beat. I love her. I love Snoop Dogg. I love the music video. The music video is great. This, I was, <laughs> I was won over. Okay, I, I did like her before. I bought one of the boys. But when California Girls came, I was just, I felt like it was like, she was like, all right. I'm serious now. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, I have Dr. Luke. Like, let's. She said, my label only let me work with him on two songs last time. We got the whole album this time. Yeah. Like, it was, it's basically the Taylor Swift that when she went to 1989 yeah. on Red from yep. that, basically that transition. Yep. And so, yeah, California, I don't know. I just, summer anthem, summer anthem. Oh, that's what I was going to say. About the, the marketing. So the album came out in late August, right? Right before we go back to school. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm speaking from my perspective because I was a student then in high school. So we're going back to school in August, right? Yeah. And you would think, oh, but Tina's Dream is such a summer album. Mm-hmm. Why not put it out earlier in the summer? But we had California Girls and then the second single, Teenage Dream which carried us through the summer, then we get the album, we go back to school, and then whilst we go through the school year, she just continues to hit us with more hits. Literally the whole album was number one hits. The The whole whole album. Thing. (laughs) (laughs) No exaggeration. (laughs) Like you could look at the album and go, I don't know that one and I don't know that one. Everything else, number number one. Number one. Number one. One. Number one. Number two, Like we said before, one. Teenage Dream, second album, only female to have five number one songs from the album, five consecutive number ones. Does she have any other features other than Kanye and There was, Snoop? Uh, yeah, technically Missy Elliott did a Last Friday Night Remix, which pushed it to number one. So she only worked with rappers, too. Yes. And I think she's only worked with the rappers on, in terms of features on her albums. Yes. Gotta mm-hmm. give her props to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I don't like that. I don't like when other, but I don't like when singers only work with the rappers. Why don't you sing with someone else? Are you afraid you're gonna be outshined? That's what I always. Think. Yeah, because they're definitely better singers than Katy Perry. But yeah. I digress. Yeah. 
But, but California Girls, that was one of the first times I used to be obsessed with music video choreography, and I would be learning all the dances, you mm-hmm. know, Daisy Dukes, bikinis on top, just... So jealous I would, that's, of her. That's when I became obsessed. I was like, I want to date a California girl. Can I go to California? Do they all look like Katy Perry? <laughs> <laughs> Can I go to Santa Barbara? I'm like, come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, California girls, uh, jam. I still, to the, if that's... Mm, can't tell me nothing. Can't tell Long me tan, nothing. Something, something. Something about weenies, I don't know. Snoop Dogg. Oh, cool, tan, fit, and pretty. Anything you wanted to add about? No, when I worked at the the chocolate shop, when I worked at the chocolate shop, this would come on 101.3, 2WD. Literally every single song on this album came on that that radio station, so I'd be, like, mixing the bowl, putting the gummy bears, wild California girls. You're just like, whatever, just at work, listening to the Katy Perry album on the radio. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am? No, I'm listening to the Katy Perry album. It's like, but isn't the radio playing? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still the Katy Perry album. <laughs> okay, so second single. Teenage Dream. Teenage Dream, the title track, peaked at number one, I think for two weeks. It went seven times platinum and was nominated for a Grammy for Best Female Pop Vocal Performance. How did she not win one? Oh, probably Adele. No, it honestly... It, Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Adele said, Never mind me. Tears are gonna fall. Rolling in the <laughs> And the world said, Rolling over oh, Katie. <laughs> we like that. <laughs> so, yeah. But Teenage, teenage Dream is... What? No. No, no. Teenage Dream is the... I don't want to say the... Top three, I, I don't know. It's one of the best written pop songs in modern pop. Like I'll, I'll just say for the decade, you, well, you, the soft vocals at the beginning, which leads into the big chorus that everyone can sing. Anyone can sing that song. It's universal. Everyone loves nostalgia. Everyone reminisces on teenage and young love. It's just the perfect, I mean, you're telling me. That if Teenage Dream comes on and that chorus hits, you're not going to sing, You make me feel like I'm living a teenage dream. Kaylee is giving me the deaf, not the deaf stare, but she's giving me like the flat face stare. I don't think she was a fan. But I'm going to get your heart racing in these skin tight jeans. Be your Teenage Dream tonight. I, I agree. Now, let me say, <laughs> I agree with you that this is one of the best pop songs. Call Me Maybe, Teenage Dream. I had it in my head. Call Me Maybe. Hey, I just went to... I mean, that's just pop. Bad Romance is up there That is like too. bubble gum yeah, pop. Yeah, Bad Romance is up there for me, too. Oh, anything like that touches. Except Joanne. What was that? An artistic statement. No. Um... No, um, the, I don't, I don't like this, I don't like her singing like Oh, you this. don't like that? No, and then the, it sounds like a Pink song, I feel Pink could've, could've sang this song, um, also this song reminds me of a very hot car, 
going to Michael's house or going to see hairspray at somebody's house and of other people and anyways I'm just offended you said it ah! sounds like a pink song it sure to teenage dream but Katy Perry was doing that before pink was though Katy Perry was still uh, doing that on her first album. Mm. I mean, you don't think Hot and Cold and I Kiss a Girl sound like that? Mm. I know what I know what you were saying. It became it became more structured because even California Girls and Teenage Dream kind of sound the same. That's why I said that the album's cohesive oh. because you have California Girls. Yeah. Da, 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 mm. You make me. Feel like I'm living up. And even then, well, other singles, you know, well, whatever, we'll get there. But, yeah, wow. Wow. I saved it but for the podcast. even, like, the guitar, the... Dun, 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 Literally, when I hear that song, 90 Degrees just comes down. And I feel the air in my hair, and it's just, I just, yeah. Anyways, Fair enough. Continue. And then we get to the third single. Which is Firework, which, you know, also peaked at number one. Went seven times platinum. Not seven. No. Ten times platinum. Right? Yes, sorry. My bad. It has gone diamond. Ten times, at least ten times platinum. And it was also nominated for a Grammy for Record of the Year and Best Pop Solo Performance. I'm really Adele really makes me mad because when I when I saw that I said wait firework I thought firework should have won a record of the year that makes a lot of sense but Adele it just won everything that year and then she won again she's won every year she put on an album like <laughs> yeah. all the awards she's I know. won I know. every time every single time but yeah um, firework is oh no what just say it. Just say it. I don't like this song either. Why? Is it the same reason? No, I... No. This one, fun fact, this was the only single not produced by Dr. Luke and Max Martin. This one was actually produced by Stargate. Really? That's why it sounds different from the other ones. It does? Different in terms of, you know, because you have... No, I see... California, you make me kiss me, kick, kick, kiss, and, uh... Well, that one's a little different, but... No, I see but, what you're saying. But Firework is, you know, Baby, you're mm-hmm. All I think about when One I of her hear... Hardest song, her, she said that's her hardest song to sing. That's why. Live. Because you can hear it. Yeah. Even on the studio recording, oh, yeah, yeah. you can hear Those it. Those notes. And it's like, well, why... Why... I mean, good for you that it went all these I, platinums yeah. and gold, but... I always say, why make a song in the studio that you can't sing live? Exactly. you can't replicate live. Exactly. Someone sang this, and I love this person, but someone sang this at our Drama Exposed Math Idol. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. <laughs> and maybe that's why I don't like this song maybe. all that much. Um, cool. I feel I could sing it. Let me start. No, I'm just kidding. I like it because even the opening lyric, do you ever feel like a plastic bag drifting through the wind wanting to start again? I'm like, yes, Katie. I felt that way many times. Yes, I have. Put a candle up, sister. And every time I see a plastic bag floating through the wind, that's the first thing I think of. Have you seen the interview? 
The movie? Oh, no. Oh. You know what it's about, though? Yes. Okay. So, in the movie, Kim Jong-il, whoever is North Korea's leader right now yeah. is, he loves Katy Perry, but he has to hide it. So, like, every time Firework comes on, he sings it and cries. And they used that against him in an interview. It was hilarious. That's funny. That's funny. Like, do you ever feel like a plastic bag? I don't. I like. It was very a very motivational, mm-hmm. inspiring song. I like in the music video. It had people like coming out and LGBT and all that yeah. stuff, which I had no clue about back then. Mm-hmm. And whatnot. So that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I, I just, think she looked really good. I yeah, loved her outfit. I, I loved her the, hair. I liked, yeah, the color in her hair. It's the first time I ever saw a color in someone's hair, too. I was, I was, I was, I don't want to say I was sheltered, but Whoa. I was like, no, nah, I don't know. But. Okay. I mean, do you? I mean, do me. I, do you? I was doing me when I got to music. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, but, you know, boom, boom, boom. Even brighter than the moon, moon, moon. Moon, moon, moon. So but, yeah. All right, next song, we have the fourth single, E.T., which the single is featuring Kanye West, which I wish was the album version so bad, because every time I listen to that album and I hear the original version of E.T. Kanye West is the remix? Yes. I thought that was the original. (gasps) You probably didn't, you probably thought it was the original because the original never came out as a single. single. When it, be, it was announced as a single, it was mm-hmm. announced Katy Perry featuring Kanye West. Mm. But as real fans. I love this song. This 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 was the biggest song off the album. Which surprised me. It didn't surprise me because and she and Katy Perry still owes me a check for this song because <laughs> when me and a friend of mine in high school we did a dance to the song when I was in a Mr. Salem uh, competition thing and then the very next week it was announced as a single and went number one and i just want to say i gave it the exposure that it needed you know a lot of artists owe us checks they really do a lot of them and you know what when i meet you i'm coming for it <laughs> no you'll be in my grammy or oscar speech right here's my list That's of owed say. checks when i went to grammy before Katy perry i'm gonna say and you owe me money for et Ooh. Kanye too. And that's why you didn't get a Grammy. And that's why you don't get a Grammy. <laughs> but yeah, I ET. I, I just love this song. just very like a darker sort of production mm-hmm. from the other songs, which are more like not want to say bubbly, but you know they're more bright and upbeat. Just that chorus, that bass, and the beat hits, and then the con. I don't know. I just love the Kanye part. I feel the Kanye part. Gives it so much more of an edge yeah, so and much. of a story. It was so much. That was, that was, because I remember at the time they won Earth Shattering Collaboration for that video. And I was like, yes, well deserved. I said, this came out of nowhere for me. I love his parts. It gets like, then they have they switched up the beat mm-hmm. um, from the original to with his parts. I'm like, oh, I'm so, so glad he didn't think he was too cool to do it. Because that's how I feel. I feel like some artists are like, you want me to do a silly alien song? I think not. And would have walked out. You know Kanye's crazy. Kanye was going to go on a full tour with Lady Gaga. You don't remember that? Oh, yeah. They were going to go on a joint tour together called Fame Killed. I'm still, this is still probably one of the, this is probably still one of the things in pop music history that I'm so pissed off about. And 
Yeah, they were going to go on a tour together. It was what? all planned out. They showed pictures of the stage design. It was not going to be like Kanye performed and Lady Gaga performed. It was going to be intertwined. They were going to do songs together. What year was this? This was 2000, this year. This year? Or not this, not this year. It was uh, 2016. 2015. No, it was back, it was when we were in high school. <laughs> oh. It was like 2009, oh. I think. Oh. Or something. Like that. It was when. Oh, you're saying this year. It was year. when Gaga came out. It was oh, before oh, 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 the set. It was before Bad Romance and stuff came wow, out. Wow, Kanye was at his hype. Lady Gaga was at her hype. Yes, and it would have been the most lit thing ever. That would have won a Grammy. But then you know what happened? Taylor Swift ruined my opportunity to see Kanye and why Lady did Gaga that, live. Why did that stop that? Just because, because of the publicity? Well, he got bad publicity, and then as you know, around the same time, his mom died. So he was going through a lot of stuff. And then he just wanted to push, he wanted to take some time for himself and wanted to push it back. But Gaga said, but see, I'm in my prime. I got to go. I got to go. So then she went on her own tour. And it never, it never, I've it never, never materialized after that. I'm so upset. Hated Taylor Swift more than I do right, right. now. But we're not here to talk about any of those people. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. Anyways, I, I love DT. I, first time I saw the music video, I was like, what? But then when I rewatched the oh, music yeah. video, I was like, mm, okay. It's my least favorite. But I think she looks really pretty in it. Like, in her alien form. I didn't like the green screen. I thought it was really low budget. No, it was it definitely very, low budget. It looked very low budget. Sorry, it looked very low budget. Um, Even though it didn't make sense, I thought it was okay. Yeah, but anyway. E.T. is... You're an alien. You're touch so foreign. It's supernatural. Extraterrestrial. Such a good song. Yes. And then we have the fifth, fifth, fifth number one song Motion from picture. the album. Last Friday Night with a remix with Missy Elliott, which is the reason why Missy performed with her on the Super Bowl. People said, why is this so random? I was like, nope, they've worked together. It's not random. They're friends. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, pick number one, four times platinum. This is my f- favorite music video. How can it not be? On this album. It was, it was between that and California Girls, but I think this is my prime example of like a, not a, one of my prime examples of like a pop music video. It was, I think it won best pop music video at the VMAs that year. And I said, of course, well-deserved. Who else could have won? Who else was nominated? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. I like the video with her being like the, the nerdy like, girl, which is like funny because, you know, Katy Perry and, you know. Yeah. So. And then she gets transformed. <laughs> Into like this cool girl in the party, and then Rebecca Black from the video, which Obviously. I thought was cool at the time, because Friday, I'm like relevance, hey, which was a cool pop culture thing, and yeah, I mean it's a fun song, you know. You just, the guy from Glee's in it. Yes, Darren Chris, who did a cover of it on Glee. Darren Chris was it in it? Yeah, he was. Devin, Darren Chris and Kevin McHale. Okay, it, that's yeah. why I knew it was in it. Yeah, they were both in it. Darren Chris is at the very beginning though. Oh, yeah, he was a police officer, right? Or, no, no. He was just, hey, a sweet party. Like, oh, blah, blah, blah. He's okay. Like, he was at the very beginning. Okay. But yeah, but Kevin McHale is actually in. Yes, Eddie, that's what yeah. I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, yeah, I love it. It's a jam. It's a, it's not a bop, but it's a jam. <laughs> the tears. <laughs> what? The tears of bop jam. Oh, yeah. Hit. And there, there is a difference, people. <laughs> there is a difference. 
That's what I gotta say though. Uh, this next one. Oh, are we done? Oh, did you want to say anything? Last Friday. Last Friday night. I like it. It's a it's it's a jam. I I always would say, man, I wish my Friday nights were that cool. I wouldn't even have a house that full. No, I mean not even the the music, oh. the song. The oh yeah. Thing. I wish I could say, let's do it all again. Last Friday night. What did I do? Watch the Food Network or something. <laughs> Yo, that's what I do. That's all I do. Anyways, um, the next one, the next, well, oh. Well, okay, so, oh, never mind. You're right. Sorry. The next one, sixth single, the one that got away, peaked at number three. The last single to not Which is funny, one. too, because I remember at the time when she was getting all those awards and recognition for having five number one songs, and then she put up this song, the one that got away, which has gone four times platinum, and I said, wow, she, I'm like, she's, not that I didn't expect another single to come out, but I said, she's really, like, trying to, you know, break this record, right? Mm-hmm. And then when it wasn't, when it was, like, kind of stalling, like, you know, at number three and stuff, she put out an acoustic version of the song to try and boost those sales, and I was onto it, and I was like, wow. So you put out an acoustic version, you're really trying to get that number one, and I had texted one of my friends, I was like, but, you know what, I'm kind of sold because I like this version better than... Original. I don't think I've heard the acoustic version. We're it's talking nice. about the one that got away. Yes. By the way, um, the this music video actually away. made me cry. I think it was, I I remember being confused the first time I watched it. I was like, wait, how did they make her so old, and now she's so young? Well, now you know. Were you not taking the makeup classes that you were required? That was sophomore year. No. Oh. Which. <laughs> Wait, then I should have known that, though. I don't know. I think... I don't know. I th- I don't remember what it was. I think it was how they did it in the Yeah. Video. No, I, you're right. That they didn't, like, like, use another old person. They yeah, actually I'm like, created... I'm like, wait. I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I like, I like this one, too. Um, the one that got away. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Like Johnny Cash. Never one without the other. He made a pack. That's what... Never mind. I just realized how simple, like, these things are. <laughs> I was like, wow. I was like, anyone could, I can write that. But I didn't, so whatever. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's cool. Uh, it didn't hit number one, so... Womp yeah. womp. <laughs> but then after that, uh, the next year, she came out Two with... years later. Oh, well, yes. After, yeah, two yes. years later. Two years later from the album, one year yes. from promotion. Yes. She came out with a reissue, The Complete Confection... Which had the number one single, Part of Me, which debuted at number one, which I thought was insane how, which makes this whole Katy Perry discussion just hilarious to me because you have five number one songs from an album and then the sixth one still peaks in the top three. That's a lot. You're, that means you're like... Mm-hmm. In people's faces, like we all know who Katy Perry is. No one doesn't know who. who no one does not know Katy Perry. Mm-hmm. So when Part of Me came out and debuted at number one, I said that speaks volumes. If you're gonna have a whole album cycle and all your songs are super popular, and then you come out with a new song and it debuts at number one, people are not over you yet. Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Taylor Swift. <laughs> Taylor Swift. They never heard, but yes. 
so yeah, I part of me gone four times platinum. This is uh, this is probably one of the Katy Perry songs that I will legitimately play today. Mm. You don't like this one? I, I like I like self empowerment songs. You know, no, I know it's good. I didn't care for the music video though. No, I didn't. Well, actually, I think she kind of looked good in her army uniform. It's funny she looked good. I didn't care for the video though. Oh. No, I just like looking at ladies who look better than me and going. Yeah, we all like doing mm. that. We all like looking at people who look better than us. <laughs> We're just like. Mm, yeah, mm, but I mean, mm. the song's good now. The next song is really good to me, kind of. Yeah. So yeah. next song, "Wide Awake," it awake. peaked at number two, and funny enough, it was blocked from hitting number one by "Call Me Maybe." I said, "Thanks, Call Me Maybe." Yeah. Uh, and that song's gone five times platinum. I feel like we we just read the same Wikipedia article. Probably. But I was never really a big fan of Wide Awake. Oh, I think. I was at first, but then it kind of, it, it got annoying. Mm. The I'm Wide Awake parts got annoying. I didn't care for the music video. No, I think I think me personally, I was getting to a point where I was a little exhausted <laughs> from Katy Perry. I'm like, mm-hmm. these songs are still so huge. She gotta put bread on the table. She gotta do something. She had enough bread to put on the table from the first single. <laughs> Don't do, do need to repeat eight times platinum. She had the bread and the cheese. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't. I don't dislike it, but I just, well, it's okay for okay. me now in hindsight. Yeah. I'm falling from cloud nine. But I did like that those two songs came out after her divorce from Russell Brand. Yeah. Which, which is cool because it shows that, I mean, we all know Katy Perry writes her own songs, but it's cool that she can make a pop song that anyone can relate to, but then we we also know what she personally and mm-hmm. specifically is talking about. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, that, that, that's a very hard thing to sort of master. But yeah, I mean, they covered it on Glee. Yep. They covered most of these songs on How Glee. many times? Though? They covered, they covered, Cal- no, they covered, they, well, they didn't cover California Girls, but they danced to it on Glee. They covered Teenage Dream. They covered Firework. They covered Last Friday Night, and they covered Wide Awake. Didn't they have a Katie versus the Gaga? Gaga? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was from the, when the next album had come out. Oh. Yes. So, little known fact, though, that most people don't know, hmm. the last single from the album was actually, wow, I cannot type, was Hummingbird Heartbeat. Yeah, I was going to write that, but then I said, I don't know what that is. Which is my favorite song. Oh. On the album. <laughs> and I was, but see, it's funny because I was, I was glad it was a single because I liked the song, but I was also not glad I'm like, you waited this long. You waited nine songs deep. <laughs> I feel like I've heard it though. Um, you gave me that hummingbird heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Spread my wings and make me fly. Oh, the taste no. of you. Anyway, it song. This song is so good. This song will make you. This song will make you feel good. Mm. Like just, uh, well, yeah. you want if you are in love with someone, or if you like someone, you got a crush or something. I'm telling you, listen to this song, 
and we don't have a choice. Now, I'm gonna play it, but <laughs> but yeah, this song is just you know it's about it's about that first sort of infatuation, not first infatuation, but sort of knowing when someone can be like good for you when you're that in that sort of phase of the relationship, and you just you know your heart just flutters every time like you see them, and I felt it, it felt for me very well conceptually Mm -hmm. within the album you know being about sort of that younger part of your life Mm -hmm. and whatnot and it's just it's a jam it's a beat like you'll be pumping your fist you'll be singing come on katie (laughs) so yes so is there anything else we want to say about hummingbird no no sorry about (laughs) teenage dream (laughs) uh no I have nothing else to say. Okay. I do want to say, though. Sorry, I forgot. I mean, Peacock's good. Circle the Drain Tell is good. Tell me my Peacock. Peacock. Oh, everything's good. Just listen. Is this anything? If you're going to do anything with your life involving Katy Perry, it's to listen to Teenage Dream. Yeah, don't listen to Witness and, and base your claims on that. No. Listen to Teenage Dream. Listen to prime, classic Katy Perry. Yeah. And I love this album so much. So this is Hummingbird Heartbeat from Teenage Dream. Okay, so now we have her third album, Prism. Which I like. Interesting. So, Prism was released October 18th, 2013. It's gone two times platinum. It peaked at number one, and it was nominated for a Grammy for Best Pop Vocal Album. Now, let me rephrase. I like the singles off the album. I don't like, I've never listened to the whole album. Oh, really? No. Yes, I really have not. No, I meant you like the singles? Really? Um, the only single I really don't have any kind of Oh, okay. So Sorry. No, you're fine. I don't Okay, I'll just say this about Prism as an overall first. So me being very hyped up from Teenage Dream, mm-hmm. Katy Perry said that she was going to make a darker, more reflective album the next time around and that it would be different from Teenage Dream. When Prism came out, I mean when the first single came out, but when Prism came out, I said, so you made Teenage Dream on steroids? With animals. Because <laughs> that's what it sounded like to me. And even with the music videos, which I think are all trash. Not all trash, but I don't think in comparison. I just thought, I, I thought was, I thought like this album was, to me, Teenage Dream on a much bigger budget. And we're just going to throw all the ideas out there. Mm-hmm. But I, at the same time, I do like its theme of 
self-reflection and you know being the light and all that stuff that all that stuff that makes me feel good personally but i don't think the album necessarily accomplished that goal not saying i don't like it and there's a lot of songs i do like but as an album yeah but the first single we have roar which peaked at number one it was nominated for a grammy for song of the year which i don't understand and best pop solo performance and it's like I said before, gone diamond, so it's gone over 10 times platinum. And I remember when this song first came out, where do you remember all, maybe you don't, but the promotional videos that came before the song and how she was killing off the Teenage Dream version of Katie. There was mm. one where she was standing at a funeral with... Yes, I remember those. Great, great promotion. If the song didn't sound like something that could have hmm. been... Sounds like something somebody else did. Yes, and that also made me mad. So, a uh, huge controversy, if you guys don't know, Roar sounds, the production, and the theme, really, sound very similar to Brave by Sarah Bareilles. Oh, that's not what I was talking about. Okay, well, we'll get to that. <laughs> so, Brave by Sarah Bareilles, and, and... And so, that part I didn't care about, and neither did Sarah too much. She said it's all love. But what really made me mad is that I'm a huge fan of Max Martin and a huge fan of Jack Antonoff. So I'm just like, I was very upset that Max kind of ripped him off without giving any type of credit. I'm like, but wait, my people. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, not that that I was a huge Jack Antonoff fan back then, but in hindsight. So yeah, what, what were you thinking it sounds like? I wasn't the, when you were saying, I just remembered the promotional videos of Katie yeah. killing the, well, Taylor Swift did that with her video, like what you maybe do. She was bear, bur, burying oh, yeah. 1989 oh, Taylor. Yeah. she's not original. Yeah, that's okay. Um, <laughs> so I first heard the song on my boss's couch. Um, oh, 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 oh. I used to babysit her child and I saw that the video had come out. No, it was the lyric video and I clicked on it. And instantly on re- on repeat every day, because that was also when I started to go to the, like lose yeah. weight. You're gonna hear me roar. That was my song yeah. to food. I was singing that to food as I was on the treadmill. I got the eye of the tiger, the fire, dancing through the fire. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I loved the song. Oh, me too. I think it's a great song. I liked the vi- I, well, no, mm, nah, um, I think she looked good tan. I mean, I think mm-hmm. she looks beautiful, but I love this song. Can she sing it live? <laughs> nah, but I love the song. I mean, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree with everything you said about Roar. So, the second single. From Prism <laughs> is Unconditionally, which peaked at number 14, 14. and it's gone two times platinum. So I want to say this, and I'm only going to say this about this song. This is my favorite Katy Perry song. This is also, I think, Katy Perry's best song. And I'm very, very still mad about how they paid this song dust. They paid this song dust because they released it in the peak of Roar. Roar was still growing when they put out this song. The song never had a chance to be that successful. And I'm like, this song is beautiful. It's about unconditional love. I low-key think it's about God. And I thought the music video 
people got mad because it didn't have like a story or a concept, but I thought it was just a nice mash of like nice images. Like I love when the car is coming and then it's slow motions and she turns. I'm like, this is amazing. Maybe because I like the song. A she lot. said that it was inspired by UNICEF work. It was inspired by going over and doing like charity work mm-hmm. and how like they had unconditional love. Yeah. That's what she said. And I love that there's a, a production that's very, uh, I don't really can't dun, 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 describe dun, how it is, dun. but it's very, I love the production on it. The whole song is just so good. Mm-hmm. They painted dust. That's all I gotta say about unconditionally because I'm mad. Mm hmm. Didn't care for it? Well, it was, I love, okay, so it sounded like a dramatic song, so I fell in love, like, I just kind of head, head dived into it, but then it was like, I will love you, like, ugh, okay, we get it, <laughs> we get it. <laughs> I didn't get it, because you know what, I wanted to be loved unconditionally, and no one was Girl, doing that. Girl, so did I, but. No one was doing that for me, so Katy Perry had to stick it to my heart. <laughs> No, I enjoyed song. I think she, that was the most beautiful music video I've ever seen in my life. I think she looked beautiful. Okay. So the third <laughs> single, we have Dark Horse featuring Juicy J. Now. No. Wait. No. Wait. Oh, wait. Is it about? It's, well, yesterday was four, four years? Since the song came out? No, since the music video came out. Oh. Because I remember I was at the ODU, I was at a high top at ODU, and I literally was waiting for the music video to come out, and then I wrote a status after I watched it going, I waited for that? Lame. Girl. Okay, so go ahead, I'm sorry. That was worse than the telephone video. What? In terms of like putting too much stuff into it. Oh. But, yeah, so Dark Horse. It made no sense. So this is probably, well, I'll say the facts. That peaked at number one. It's gone 13 times platinum. 13. 13 million singles of the song sold. It was nominated for Best Pop Duo slash Group Performance at the Grammys. I just want to say, and I've, I've said this since the song came out, this song was not supposed to be a single. She, when, before the album came out, she put two promotional songs out. Mm-hmm. Dark Horse and Walking on Air. And she put them out. Oh, I like and told, Walking on Air. Me too. And she told her fans, which one do you guys like better? Because there were two sort of different sounds from the album. She was mm-hmm. kind of just like testing the waters. I don't remember which one won. And I don't want to say Walking on Air just to make a point. Because I can't remember for a fact. But then three months after that sort of thing happened, it's like almost like it's like it's like Havana. It's exactly Havana. The song comes out, it becomes a single, and it becomes this big thing, and I got mad because I voted for Walking on Air. And I was like, wait a minute. But this song wasn't Y'all didn't even know what this was two seconds ago. <laughs> and that was thirteen million the most This is her best performing song. Like, I'm confused. Somebody help me. This was, was not supposed actually. to be a single. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. That's what I'm saying. Out of nowhere, the song played all the time. I, you could not escape the song. Honestly. Don't get me wrong, it's a bob. That was my cool down song. You know, I would the yeah. treadmill would go down and I'd be like, with that being said, I think I, well, the part that sells me on the song is the chorus. 
I think this is a, a really great chorus, and she she had a, a writing time frame where she wrote Dark Horse, Black Widow, Iggy Azalea, mm, and mm-hmm. Rita Ora, and then Get On Your Knees, which wasn't a single, but Nicki Minaj featuring Ariana Grande was supposed to be featuring Katy Perry, but she didn't have time to record the vocals. Mm-hmm. And all those three choruses are so good. And she put them all at the same time. I was like, yes, Katy, I don't know what you're on. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I, so you want to play with magic. Or you better know what you're falling for. What? That's so good. You better know. That's true. But yeah, and then Juicy J, that was a Dr. Luke artist, so they worked together, whatever. But shout out to Juicy Day, got a number one song, hey. <laughs> but yeah, I yeah. So I love the chorus in Dark Horse a lot. That's what I gotta say about Dark Horse. The music video, I don't really understand what was I going. never I didn't. When understand I saw the it hot either. Cheetos, I gave up. Yeah. When I saw the hot Cheetos, I gave up. Mm-hmm. And then the end with like the pyramid, I said, I'm done. I said, I can't, I don't know what's going on anymore. And neither does she. But yeah. True. So that was Dark Horse. You got anything else to wanna add? Yeah. Okay. So the next song was Birthday, which I actually really like. It peaked at number 13, and it's gone platinum. The music... Are we talking about Birthday? Yeah. 17. I have 13. I don't know. Maybe I might have read the wrong number. I don't know. Anyway, it peaked in the top 20. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. I, I think, well, I think what stopped the song, too, from becoming as big as can be is that music video. I, don't I know, sure I think don't so, know too. What it, I I'm liked sorry, the lyric the, video the, way prison, better. Yeah, these, me too. The prison video is just, I'm like, I don't understand what's going on. No, but, I think she was trying to, she went from like unconditionally dark, dark horse, dark, light, birthday, I'm funny, I'm the comic Katy Perry. Yeah, I'm like, but I can think we that's just what make videos that just have to do with the song? Yeah, even I like the song. Of, yeah, I think the song is great. It's I think very it's a sort bop. of Mariah Carey. 90s feel, yeah, which I like a lot. I think she sounds great on it. I think it's very catchy. Mm-hmm. I remember loving it when it would come on the radio. Mm-hmm. Make it like a birthday every day. Oh, yeah, so. Bop. <laughs> Not a bop. No. no? Is, it a, is it a jam or a hit? It's a hit. Okay. For me. Now, yeah, the, the next one I think is a jam. I love it. I think it's so, a great song. Okay, so okay, so the next song is single, and the last single from the album is "This Is How We Do," which peaked at number twenty-four mm-hmm. and has gone platinum. So, I love this. Music. When this song first came out, or when the album first came out, I remember sending this song, posting this song on Facebook, and saying, "This reminds me of like my, I think it was in." college at the time at TCC, and I said, this song reminds me of, well, I was in New York, but it reminded me of my TCC college friends, mm, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, this reminds me of, like, this, like, like four female friends that I had, and I said, man, I want to see you guys sing this, that karaoke, right, and I remember liking it, I liked it so much, so, well, I'm exposing myself right now, <laughs> so, back in the day, and Kaylee knows this, I went back, you know, back in my rap days, so when I would rap. Oh, yes. So I actually, well, this is, I mean, I, I was still doing it for a, a long time, way past the point of ever ta- ta- talking to people about it, but I actually did a remix to this song because I liked it so much, and I thought my part was great. Yeah. But <laughs> checks. Right, I mean. Oh, them checks. Katie. 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 I'm pretty sure I said that on there, too, but huh? I'm going to listen to that when I go home. 
But yeah, I think the song, I like it. It's definitely a jam for me. This is how we do. Yeah, this chilling, laid back, straight stunt. Yeah, we do it like that. This, this is how we do. Do 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 do. Hey. This is how we do. Music video is trash though. <gasps> you know how much cultural appropriation is in that video? Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oops. Oops. Yeah, but that's actually why, that's what sold it from being bigger, because everyone was like, Katie, girl, no. Mm. You know, I came back from the islands with cornrows, and I got nothing. And then you did a remix with Riff Raff. Oh, no. <laughs> but the song is good. The song is good. I the love the song. Is, we know what? It's not going to be a bop, actually. Ooh. I, but that chorus, I mean, and then two, I like the part where she said, this one's for the people and their red money. Oh, yes. It's still at the bar. Oh, like, see, um, that Katie, I like that fun. Yeah. I like that. That's what I like about it a lot. And then, the, and then it fades out. This is how we do. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's a bop. It's a bop. This is how we do. Yes. Got it. Uh, no, this song just reminds me of, actually, me and you had listened to it. We had gone on one of our, like, beach trips, and it was, like, uh, almost, like, midnight, and we were driving down Damn Neck. This is just a moment in time that I have picked out of my brain. Um, and we listened to this song. Oh, I'm just thinking of, why were we leaving the beach at midnight? No, I think this was the night that we had, like, met up with Kyrie at, like, 10 o'clock at night. In the parking lot at Strawbridge. This was a really long time ago. I told you, the songs create memories, and this is the memory I have with this song. It's only like four years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can't count. My bad. <laughs> I was like, wait, yeah. 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 Anyways, okay. That's but yeah, so other songs that I kind of liked. So a lot of people, a lot of Katy Perry. I like fans, Walking on Air. I will say yeah, that. Walking on Air is a jam. The house, house influence. Love it. A lot of people were mad, Katy Perry fans were mad that Legendary Lovers wasn't a single. And I kept saying, why? That song is not that good. It's a, Legendary Lovers, we could be legendary. Uh. Mm. <laughs> you wanted that as a single? What was that supposed to do? That wouldn't have done anything on the radio, so mm-hmm. whatever. But um, International Smile, I like a lot. We would play that at Express all the time. And it reminded me of one of my managers because he was always smiling and always tried to make people happy. And I told him that. I said, this song reminds me of you. And he said, is that a good thing or a bad thing? And I said, listen to the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like a good thing. And then Love Me is probably my f- favorite song on the album because that song, it's about choosing basically choosing to love yourself and it really helped me out of like a dark place where I like couldn't do that and I was listening to that song on repeat when I was in New York and just like it just like got me through some stuff and then I do kind of like Double Rainbow too that was her Sia song she had on the album we see eye to eye like a double rainbow mm. by the grace of God I was like yes go go back to those roots <laughs> yes. Back to Jesus. Except I don't like the production on it. It ruins the song. If because she, she debuted it a piano version, that's how she did it live for the first time. Mm. You can't do that. And then you have a beat in the actual song. No. <laughs> you don't have beats when we talk about God, girl. Girl, God don't like them beats. We have organic instrumentation. 
we have we have organs. <laughs> and then spiritual. It was a song she wrote with John Mayer, I believe. Either, either she wrote it about John Mayer or it's about John Mayer. Mm-hmm. It was one of those two. I like that one a lot as well. So yes. Okay, Kayla, what song are we going to play from Prison? Mm. It's either Roar or This Is How We Do. I'm going to pick This Is How We Do. Good. I'm saying because I was choose over those two. <laughs> All right. So this is This Is How We Do from Prism. Big deal. This is how we do. Yeah. Chilling late back streets. Starting. Yeah, we do it like that. This is how we do. Do, 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 do. Okay, so, before Witness Witness was released, she had came out with, oh, I wrote down Roar, I meant to write down Rise, Rise which was her Olympic single. It was the promo song for most of the 2016 Rio Olympics, and it peaked at number 11. Yes, I loved I liked, I really liked the song I when I first heard video. it. I like the song more than I like the music video. Because hmm. I can imagine myself. Yeah, okay, I can see that, yeah. <laughs> I like I like the, oh, you, oh, you have so little faith. Dun, 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 dun. But Katy Perry has always been that sort of, she's yeah. always been that type of girl, yeah. which I like, too. I think, I think for me, I wish it was, like, a tad bit faster. Mm-hmm. But still, I rock. Like, it seems too slow for me for, like, an Olympic song. Like I it think it was right, more it has of the right the, feel. Yeah, I think it was more of the feel song. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't expecting like Waka Waka or something. Yeah. <laughs> this time for Africa. Waka Waka. Do you remember Lewis Hensler's? I think that's his name. Yeah. So good. I had to. I even after that said he he I don't even care. My. Didn't he win? He did. I was like, well, we we all said that as soon as he. I was like, he won. It's okay. We go. We can, we can all go home. The show. The show. We have half of the show to do. We're done, right? We can pack up. We can all leave. Okay. <laughs> we'll make sure. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah. So Rise came out, and then we have Witness, Katy Perry's fourth album. I feel. What? I feel like our '09 girls just didn't do it right in 2017. I actually. Because. I actually. Have something to say about that actually, but we'll get there. So, Witness was released June 9th, 2007. Teen. Teen. Wow, I can't read. Hmm? It's only sold about 162,000 copies in the US. Yikes. What? And just, and just for some. Do you own one of them? I don't. I've listened to Witness once all the way through, and then oh. today I listened to a minute and 30 seconds of each song. I don't own this album. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> but let's just, just for perspective, Prism went two times platinum, and then, you know, Teenage Dream went three times platinum. How do we go from that to 162 thousand it did pick a number one though where it debuted 
And I, like I, I said before, was a departure from her working with Dr. Luke, which I think is the, was the big problem. Sia wrote like every song on this album. Gosh, she worked with so many random weird people. Mm-hmm. But what made me the most mad is that, so Prism came out in 2013 and this came out in 2007. That's a long gap for a pop artist, hmm. especially Katy Perry. That's a long gap. And then this is what you come back with and it flops? Gaga did the same thing. Gaga came out with applause and all the good songs right when Prism came out. But see... And then they did the same but thing. Gaga... Did other things in between to sort of... Yeah, no, she did. But, you know, but, it's, but it's different because, you know, no one was saying, oh, Katy Perry fell off when Prism came out. Mm-hmm. She still was getting number one, still selling... I mean, she had her biggest single off that album. People were saying Lady Gaga fell off from art pop. And so she, you know, sort of rebranded herself, you know, did American Horror Story, did the Oscars, and did all these things. And did the album with Tony Bennett to prove I, I'm an artist, I can sing, I'm talented, all these things. And then came out with Joanne, which at least Joanne's gone gold. What does that mean? 500,000. Okay. What does platinum mean? One million. So three times platinum means three million. Three million, yes. Okay. So... Yeah, but I'll get to I'll get to the reason why I think behind that once we get to the after we talk about the single because that's gonna be a fast conversation. So we have the lead single, "Change to the Rhythm," featuring Skip Marley, which peaked at number four and has gone platinum. I hope she liked that top ten spot. The last time she'll ever see it. See? Just kidding. <laughs> I hope not. But yes, so I liked it. I love "Change to the Rhythm" when it first came out. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think. Excuse me. I don't think it was. I don't like how she promoted the album, talk trying to be political and talking about purpose, purposeful pop. Because I don't think she listened to the album that she made. Because you know, Change the Rhythm came out, and that was you know a little political, talking about how you know we're just basically going through the motions, and we just sort of pay more attention to like the mm-hmm. sort of things going on around us. And, you know, it's a fun, like, disco beat. Again, the music video I don't care for because it's just an over-the-top, colorful, comical Katy Perry video. I said, but even when you're trying to make a serious message, we can't just have a video that relates to that. Why are we at a carnival, an amusement park? Mm-hmm. I'm confused. Mm. But I like the song. I think she sounds great on the song. I think the song sounds good. I think the We're feature was good. Me too. I thought I thought that I was I was excited for the the project thinking, "Oh, we're going to be going in this direction. She's actually going to because my biggest issue with Katy Perry is that as a pop star in this day and age where everyone has a sort of as a sort of I don't want to say stance, but they they have a thing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they all sort of have a... They, Katy Perry never really stood for anything. She was just the pop, bubbly girl with the hit songs, mm-hmm. you know? And that's how she sort of carried her way through to when she was trying to... A direction, there we go, an artistic direction. And so when she was talking about this, thinking, oh, yeah, she's going to, like, do like do something that's cool and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then the second single come out, comes out, Bon Appetit, featuring the Migos, which peaked at number 59, and with gold, yikes. Mm-hmm. Katy Perry, a gold single? When does that happen? Yikes. <laughs> but then that, so that came out and said, wait, what happened to Purposeful Pop? 
What happened to being political? And then just the tragic performances, the SNLs. I don't know what that was. Neither does she. (laughs) Neither do the Migos. (laughs) They didn't even know why they were there. They don't. Actually, I need to check. Are they on the same label? Because why would they say yes to that? I need to know. I'm looking this up. Maybe they just needed the boost. But I don't know why they would because they they're literally it. everywhere Migos on the billboard. They did not need the boost. Hmm. They got their boost when Drake remixed their song Versace years and years ago. They got their boost. Versace, 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 Versace. Versace. That was their boost. And now their boost is Cardi B. Cardi B. Cardi. Yeah, I'm actually this up. But yeah. But you can say what you got to say. No, I just, I mean, the music video creeps me out. Like, no, big I mean, time. I meant about change to the rhythm. <gasps> oh, I thought we were talking you? about Bon Appetit. Oh, Honestly, we can talk about all this at the same time. Uh, Swish uh, Swish featuring Nicki Minaj <laughs> peaked at number 46 and it's going platinum. And then Hey Hey Hey, the latest single hasn't done anything. It's <laughs> actually... <laughs> um, it released... Hey 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 released as a... Now, the music video came out. Have you seen the music I video? I did see the music video. Um, it released as a radio single in Italy in January of this year, but has not Billboard charted yet. But it does have a music video. Yeah, I've seen it, and I was confused. Yeah, I was and I said, confused. I honestly said when the music video came out, I said, and I, because I didn't even know she was gonna have another single. I said, oh, we're still trying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, no, no, but not even like in a in a in a battle. I'm thinking from a business mm-hmm. perspective. Mm-hmm. I mean, your last two singles didn't really do anything, and those were with big, high-profile features, you know, Migos and Nicki Minaj. And then you release a song that's by yourself and that's supposed to do something? Mm. Like, I would have said, you know what? We're going to pack it up. I'm going to go on tour. Whatever, whatever. We'll try a little harder yeah. next time. Because mm. there's nothing for me on this album, which, which I think is the whole problem. There's no, there's no hit single. Like, mm-hmm. There's no song that's catchy enough in earwormy enough that you're going to want to listen to over and over again. There's no Teenage Dream. There's no California Girls. There's no Dark Horse. There's no I Kiss the Girl. There's nothing mm-hmm. on this album that makes you want to listen to it again. Mm-hmm. Now, saying that, she does sound good on it. I think her voice definitely sounds really good. Mm-hmm. I think she has some cool concepts about female empowerment and... On like toxic relationships and so sort of those type of things, but it's just yeah the songs they just aren't there for me. But I will say I do appreciate Swish Swish for dissing Taylor Swift. <laughs> uh huh. And then of course you know I love Nikki so I like Nikki's part on it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I have I haven't heard the album and I've only heard the There's singles. Nothing to hear. Yeah, you've heard the album. That's then. what I thought. You definitely, you've heard. I will say, though, I do kind of like, there's a song, track number three, Roulette. I do kind of like that one. I was listening to that today. And then the title track, Witness, I do also kind of like. Mm-hmm. But besides that, <laughs> I just wouldn't recommend. It's not bad, per se. I just wouldn't recommend it. Don't I buy it. Listen to it. I, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it wasn't even a thought. But yeah. So I think I just, the, the, just the, oh, it just. <sighs> Are you okay? No, I'm not because it's just, it's insane to me how 
Okay, so just for perspective, so an Orthodox jukebox, I'm talking about Bruno Mars, an Orthodox jukebox and 24 karat magic, there was also a four year gap, right? Yeah. But at least, whether we like it or not, at least Bruno came back with a successful album that had hits. Mm-hmm. Sure did. Don't know where that came from, but sure did. <laughs> He's trying to find you know the, the hits, y'all. Tsunami, Mind Maze, where you're singing with autotune. Why are you singing with autotune? You've literally never sang with autotune. Well, not like that type of autotune. Yeah. Like, why? Like, there's no need. Mm-hmm. It's just a set. I don't even know what song to even. <laughs> I would just say change of the rhythm, just, just because it's the just, only one that's gotten anywhere. Um, so, so, sad. so this is Train to the Rhythm. Just, is it though? Were you going to say something about Gaga and Katie coming out at the same yes. time and then having the bombs? So. At the same time. Not even, so no, no, so. I mean, I don't even know any other songs off Joanne except. The singles. The singles. And I've listened to every album she's put out. Yeah. I think, so, so what I was going to say is that the issue issue with Katy Perry is that she's always lacked an artistic direction. Yeah. I mean, as an artist. Because Teenage Dream had an artistic direction. Yeah. But. As an artist, she sort of lacked that identity. Uh-huh. And so I was going to say, because I, I noticed today, that I think the issue is that she's yet, she she claimed to this to be a new era for her and a transition. Mm-hmm. But I didn't get, I don't think it was, I don't think it was executed well. Mm-hmm. I do say it was different enough from her last two projects to, to say that, but... I was going to say, you know, Gaga and Taylor came out the same, all that came out the same year. And Gaga and Taylor, we can say what we want about the music, but they have, they both had transition albums from what they were doing before to what they're doing now. Mm-hmm. And were remotely successful. At least a million reasons went top 10, right? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty positive, yeah, at least I had a single. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> and no matter what we want to say about reputation, no, not reputation, sorry. Um, and, you know, when Taylor transitioned to 1989 to do something new, but I don't even consider that as big of a transition as 1989 to reputation. Red to 1989 was a huge transition. Was it though? The only song, the only two songs that came from three songs, was twenty two on nineteen eighty nine. No, it was on Red. Okay, three songs that really did anything on Red was. All too well though, one of her best songs. Uh, I knew you were trouble. We are never getting getting back together in twenty two. All too well though. I remember the first time I heard we are or I remember the first time I heard. I knew you were trouble, and I I was like. That's Taylor Swift? What is she doing? No, when that when that lion on the coat hog, I was like, what? Ah! What is happening? Ah! So what? Trouble, what is trouble. Going on? But yeah, but 
but you know, but they've sort of, they've had the transitions into that sort of next thing. I, I'm excited for because Joanne is a transition album, so I don't really even care too like much. I like it. You don't have to like it. I don't like the transition if this is what it's gonna be. But it's not necessarily what's going to be. It's I think of transition albums, and you know what I. I'm thinking of all these ideas that I can actually make for videos. I just need to stop being lazy. But transition albums for me, I don't really care about liking them or not. It just, I know, because I know it gets the artist to the next place that they need to get to. Like, Rihanna transitioned to her, well, Rihanna's had kind of two transitions, but her first one was from Good Girl Gone Bad to Rated R. Rated R was a transition album to get to loud where we can then get to where we are now. Like, you know what I mean? And I love Rated R, but it's definitely, it's probably on, it's not on my top list of Rihanna albums. And then, you know, so I'm, I don't really care for Joanne, but I'm excited to see what she does next because a transition album is like an artistic liberation. Mm -hmm. You kind of do that thing. You know, I really want to just put my all out there, get that out of me, and then you can sort of, Usually some people will combine mm -hmm. elements from both phases or they'll just do something completely new. But usually it's always better than the uh, transition album. Like Beyonce had to transition when she did I Am Sasha Fierce. Then 4 came out. That was the transition album. People slept on that album. They called it trash. I don't know why. What singles came from that album? Trying to think of the lead single, sorry. Oh, Run the World Girls, Best, I Ever, Best Thing I Ever Had, or whatever oh. that song was called. Best thing I never had. Yeah, and then countdown. Oh, so good. That's a great song. Yes, I love that song. What about? Oh no, that's. Not, I was like, upgrade you, but I was like, no, no that's, that's way old. Yeah, that's that was big. way old. <laughs> but, and so she had transition had for the transition album to get to Beyonce self title. Wow, that's such a good album. Like you know what I mean? She couldn't have gone from single ladies and Halo to drunk in love. As a natural progression, mm -hmm. I think at least, and. You know, I mean, I can, I can, I can go. You also got to think about what people are doing I in their personal think. lives, too. That is what, Because yes. Lady Gaga obviously made Joanne to honor somebody. Yes. And to do something. That's what I'm saying. It was an artistic statement. That's why I'm not, that's why I'm not mad at it. I don't have to like it. I'm mad at Witness. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm mad. I'm pissed off. What the heck? Witness has you're, no excuse. You're Katy Perry. Like. You ain't no deaths. You ain't no. This is the only Katy Perry album to not have a number one song. Oof. So sad. It is. And sad. so much money went behind this campaign, too, because she had that 72-hour 72, 72 Witness yes. Live thing, yeah. which was awkward. awkward. I didn't watch some of it, but it got weird. I said, like, the therapy. I don't know. It was just so much stuff. I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. But see, at the same time, Katie, you're not that interesting of a person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to have a 72-hour live stream. Now, if it was someone... You know who, who I would love to see on a 72-hour live stream? I would see, well, I was going to say Beyonce just because I want to know what, what does she do. Like, that's what I'll, I would want to know. Mm -hmm. Not that I would actually care. I was like, well, what does she do? But I would love to see, I would watch a Rihanna live stream. I think that would be pretty cool. That would be a wild time. Yeah, I would see, even from walking, watching Gaga's documentary, which I still think you should watch, me and my mom tried to watch it, and my Netflix just wasn't working. But 
Now, every time my mom aches, she's like, I have what Lady Gaga has. I have fibromyalgia. Oh, I'm like, Mom, just because your finger hurts don't mean you're not... <laughs> it doesn't mean you're Lady mom, Gaga. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So, yeah. Yes. So, just sad. But anyway. Anyways. During this album time, Katie did have a good moment. She was on Calvin Harris... Feels. Is single with Big Sean and Pharrell mm-hmm. Feels, which is one of my, which was one of my 2017 summer jams, bops. No, it was a jam, it's not a bop. I'm about to make a list. I'm about to make a list. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so yeah, yeah. So yeah, that is Katy Perry mm-hmm. and her four albums. Hopefully, I don't want to say I want her to work with Dr. Luke again because he's disgusting but I want her to limit because she worked with a lot of people different people on this album mm-hmm. which again is great when you are searching for a direction but I this witness lacks a direction mm-hmm. and I need her to find one and if that means you need to work with a smaller amount of people because even because even you know Reputation, she worked with two people. Lady Gaga, Joanne, she basically did the whole thing with Mark Ronson. You know what I mean? Just work with a smaller mm-hmm. amount of people so you can have more cohesiveness. Yeah. And, oh, like, can we get hits? The box jams. Come on, Katie. Like, I need, I need. I need, I need, I need. I can't, I can't play any of these songs for my kids. I know. <laughs> uh, is this, this not the first one to get a parental, is it? No. Okay. I don't know. That's what I no, thought. No, 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 no. no, I would think the first one would. Oh, she's been parental. <laughs> she literally says, and you don't even like penis. Penis. On You're So Gay. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, so we're going to play a game. We're going to be playing a game that I call Katy Perioki. <laughs> So, what we're going to be doing I'm is... Gonna, we're both going to lose, but it's okay. We probably are. So, <laughs> we are going to be picking a random single, a random number one single. I picked number one, so hopefully that will make it a little bit easier for uh, us. Well, then I need to go through this. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I can tell you, it's... I Kissed a Girl, California Girls. Number one, not number one. Number extreme. one. Number, uh, you can probably... How well, would you do this? You pick the songs that you know because those are probably the ones that are number one and then the ones that Number one. Eh. Or you can ask about it eh. while I explain. So we're eh. going to pick a song randomly. We're going to, I'm going to play two lines from the song and then we have to try and finish the next two lines of the song. And if you get it word perfect, you get a point. And that's basically how it works. So Kaylee is getting set up with... The number ones. What is it? Show it to me. No. Oh, gosh, no. That's what I thought. Wow, no. literally half the... Oh, let me show yeah, she this. has nine number ones, I believe. There's one that's not number one in here. I think there's two. One or two. Because it's hot and cold in here. No. We can do that one, though. Oh, I just thought... I we just knew we all one. knew yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You said nine, three, six... Nine. Okay, so there's two that are not number ones. But are they, are they, is it another hit? That's hot and cold. Wide awake? That's fine. That was number two. That's fine. Number two. Close enough. Oh, yeah, okay. 
Yeah, I think. Yours should be good. Okay. I mean, I can look there really fast. If you I think I, I left out part of me because I don't know that song. But it's number one. Just because it's number one. You're not waking up in Vegas. <laughs> uh, there's part of me. Okay. I think that's it. All right. You want to go first or you want me to go first? I'll go first. All right. Kaylee's up first. Do I give it to you or... What do, what do I do? There's, do I have to play it? No, I'll play it. But just tell me what the song is. Oh. Wide Awake. Okay. Wide Awake. Here we go. So you're going to get two lines. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to sing the next two lines. All right. Here we go. I'm wide awake. This is just the intro, people. Calm down. <laughs> no copyright. All right. I didn't even think about that. No copyright. Okay, here we go. I'm wide awake. Yeah, I was in the dark. I was falling hard with an open heart. I'm wide awake. And I was reaching for so long. Is that it? Is that your answer? Yeah. No. That was the next one. I think so. Yeah, that is. I know what you're talking about, though. That's yeah. the next one. I always get the. Josh, I always get the first and second choruses mixed up. Honestly, always I'm verses. I don't know. So bad at this. Okay, okay. I have. Do I not? Ooh, that's awkward. Hot and cold is the song I have, <laughs> but I don't have that song on my phone. So let me just pull it up really, it up really fast. <laughs> Ooh, that's not the song. And just so it's relatively fair, I'm gonna let Kaylee oh. push play and push pause. Okay. I should know. I've just listened to this today. Is it PMS like a I should know? I think, right? I think that's it, yeah. Are you PMS like a bit? Yay! <laughs> Alright. Alright. So I got one point, so I'll keep the card because I got the point. Okay. Okay. California Girls! Woo! And oh, I wanted that one. I might get a point. I wanted that one <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I might is the key phrase. Doom, doom, doom. Even the single cover was so good. Come on. <laughs> California. Greetings, loved ones. Let's take a journey. I know the place where the grass is really greener. I know a place. Where the grass is really greener. Mm-mm. It's not warm, wet, and wild, is it? Warm, wet, and wild. No, I'm getting it mixed up. I mean, I can't tell you. I know. <laughs> you gotta be confident. <laughs> the grass is really greener. 
But I will say you should. I will say you should believe in yourself. Okay. That's enough of a hint. Okay. That's all I know. You don't know what? Think about it. Wet and wild. This is the. No. Mm-mm. no. It's gonna come to me right, right it when is. you play it. it. Is. Okay, I knew that. Damn. I was kind of like, yeah, wet and wild, you know, wet and water. Yeah. All right. Next one. Ooh, I kissed a girl. Oh, easy. Is it though? Is it? We know me and lyrics. Okay. <laughs> we know me and the lyrics. Oh my gosh. Why don't I have that album on my phone? The yeah. One, I have Witness on my phone, but I don't have the first one. We got the Glee version, though. Hey. Good Lord. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm ready. This was never the way I planned, not my intention. I got so brave, drink in hand, lost my discretion. Is not I will only say the only do. reason the only reason I know that is because I heard the song, watched the music video, and saw her perform at the the Super Bowl all on the same day. So it's a little oh. stuck in my head. It's the only reason because I don't know what works. Okay, next one. When you ready, come and get it. Roar. Okay. Oh well this was your song. I know so. it was, but that doesn't mean I know it. <laughs> This is my song in 2013. Uh, <laughs> yeah, here we go. Alright, here we go. I wanna see you be breath. I used to bite my tongue and hold my breath. Scared to run the boat and make a mess. So. So. Oh, and make a mess. That's all I know. That's our melody, yeah. What are you doing right now? Sitting politely. Is that what it is? Sitting quietly. Is it sitting? I mean, I can't tell you. (laughs) (laughs) But I did say, what are you doing right now, so... In your setting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. That's the, the next part. <laughs> Doing not a thing. No. Actually, don't even. I, I, oh, I don't okay. That. Well, that's the best I got. Okay, let's see. Sitting quietly. Oh, agree politely. Ah, I knew it was politely. Woo! Okay, I'll give you that one. Okay. Yay. Oh, go ahead. So we keep track of points. Oh. Okay, I got half a point. I luck for that one. Yeah. A little half <gasps> Oh. I win. Oh, I win. Dang she did it. I, I got this one. <laughs> I got this one in the bag. Hopefully. 
know you get me, so I let my walls fall. Wait, oh, wait. Ooh. I know you get me, so I let my walls. Is it fall or come? Oh gosh. I let my walls fall. I let my walls come. I know you get me. Oh wait, you think I'm pretty, but that any makeup on. You think I'm funny, but that's how the punch run wrong. I know you get me, so I let my walls run down. Down. I'm gonna say calm down. Okay. Down. Ah! Yes! Ah! Woo, that was a tough one. Waking Oof. up in Vegas. Oh, your other song. It is my other song, but that was my other song in 2009. <laughs> Waking That's what? What? Oh, yeah, that's the album you don't have. Mm. Oh, <laughs> but I do have the Waking in Vegas, Waking Up in Vegas music video. That's what was playing. Oh, jeez. I clicked this and said music video. I said, oh, yeah, back in the day when I bought music videos <laughs> on iTunes. Oh, good times. Using my mom's money. <laughs> Waking Up in Vegas. I, this, I'm so glad I didn't get this one because I, I would not know. I wouldn't know. I really won't. You gotta help me out. It's all a blur last Something, something, taxi. We called a taxi. We something, taxi. Class ring comes in way in the I next that's part. The that's the second, second part. Verse, yeah. You're, I will say you're right about the taxi thing. Yeah, no, I got the taxi thing. Is it the last name or the class ring? No, we just said class ring is in the middle. Yeah. We call a taxi. I don't know that. I don't know the words. I know the, the two. Think about it. You got to help me out. It's all oh, a blur. Bless. It's a blur. So they're drunk. We need a taxi. But why? We need a taxi. Drunk. Something drunk. I don't know. I'll play it. Okay. Taxi, because you're No! Okay. Okay. Almost, though. Almost. Oh, gosh. See, I feel like I would have known that one more than that one, but I love this one more than that one. I 
I don't think I'm going to get this. And I only say that because I'm just a fan of the chorus. <laughs> cool. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, that's a long intro. Yeah, it sure does. You can probably skip it. Hey. Let's rage. Here you are. You're gonna come to me. Here you are. But you better choose carefully. Cause I'm capable of anything and everything. Wait. Because, wait. I am capable of anything and everything. There's another word, though. Isn't there? I think it... Mm -hmm. Capable of anything and everything. I, don't, I have no idea. I think it's a... I think they, she just, just repeats, repeats it. Oh, okay. I'm capable of anything, of anything, and everything. Oh, okay. Okay, that's pretty close. Pretty close. There you go. Are you ready for? Okay, I get myself half point with them. Okay. Oh yeah, it's my turn. Last Friday night. Last Friday night. Skinny dipping, tater tots. Yes. It's a fat version. Don't do this to me. <laughs> glitter all over the room. No, is that different? Oh, glitter all over the room. This a hickey or a bruise? No? Hello? Oh, no. Glitter all Something, something about shoes? No? Okay, I don't know the rest of it. No, I didn't know that. I never knew that. Pink flamingo? I don't I remember that part. I'm like, so random. <laughs> okay. Ooh, I should know this. No, one. come on. <laughs> e. Phone home. Eat the phone home. Eat the phone home. I only want to do bad things to you. That was random. Very. I, I, when I typed in E.T. for some reason, it showed bad things. I'm like, why? But why? <laughs> and for all purposes, because I do not know the Kanye West verse, we're doing the original E.T. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Bonus points. Don't do this to me. That's not ET. I know. I had to skip. I had to skip to it. Your touch magnetizing. Could you be the devil? Could you be an angel? Look, she just said that. I feel like she just said that. <laughs> Can we start it over? <laughs> oh, no, I was going to give you a hint. Because I knew it. No, I didn't know, but I think I just... Did I just yeah, you say just... Yeah, just yes, yes, yes. I feel like you did. 
Okay. <laughs> Is your touch magnetizing? Feels like I am floating. Leaves my body glowing. Is that right? I think it's body floating. Oh, no, you're right. Leaves my body glowing. Yeah. Okay. okay. It was like half point. Good for you. I was like, I should have. I listened to the amount of times I listened to that song. Okay, mine, my last song is Firework. Ooh. Oh, they're not too serious together. Here we go. Do you ever feel? It's definitely not a house of cards yet. Is it? Oh. Ooh. I will say that's in there. Okay. It's not the direct next part. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Do you ever feel so paper thin? No? Yes? Paper thin? Like a house of cards. Something caving in. Finger? One. Oh. Like a house of, of cards. One. One that's caving in. One something caving in. One what? <laughs> One card caving in? One that's caving in? I don't know. Like a house of cards. I didn't know. I There are lyrics to Katy Perry songs that I don't know. There are lyrics to all songs I don't know. <laughs> okay, last one we got is Part, part of, of Me. me. This is the part of me that you're never gonna ever take away from me. No! This is the part of me that you stick these stones. Oh, I don't think I know this one, like at all. Couldn't tell the last time I listened to the song. True. You build me up, then bring me down like I was poison in your mouth. It's something like that. Two. Wow, I did I did not know that. Oh gosh, I got like one point. Oh my god. Wow, good for you, because I would not have known that. <laughs> I know, but that was a very, a very good Shame okay. wins! How many do you have? Oh, uh, I don't have that many. Alright, one, two. And a half. Well, actually, I did get a little bit. Of, so, three. Okay. I got... Well, we count... We're going to count part of it. Yeah. Well, you got most of it. Okay. So. Then, yeah. Then I got four. Woo! All right. Woo! That was Katy Perry-Oki. Katy Perry-Oki. Whenever better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, no, this was Lady Gaga-Oki. Oh. This was Rihanna-Oki. Ooh! This was Nikki Oki. Nikki Oki. This was Fifth Harmony Oki. Stop. <laughs>
<laughs> okay, so we have been going for a long time. Yes. So we are going to wrap up this. And I'm, uh, I had a three Don't Sleep on This tracks, but I will only play one for time's sakes. And we know which one. No, I'm not going to play that one because I want to give it its own moment. Oh. So the one I have is Carly Rae Jepsen, LA Hallucinations. It's from her second album, Emotion, which was slept on and still continues to be slept on, but that's okay. You'll find out soon when she comes back with the hits. Mm -hmm. But this one is, it's a, it's a, it's a little, little bop for me. I recently discovered it again a few, couple weeks ago, and I've been meaning to play it. So if you like good pop music, here is Carly Rae Jepsen's L.A. Hallucinations. Alright, and so that is going to wrap up this episode of the Katy Perry Pop Talk Pop Talk Podcast. podcast. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. I know where we are. I know who we are. Woo! So, yes. And that is going to wrap up. Make sure, again, thank you so much for listening. Check yes. out our social media, Twitters. Share this with your friends, all your friends, all the Katy Perry lovers, the Katy cast, all the Katy Perry haters. Ooh. And let's hope that Katy Perry has a better 2018 than she had of 2017. Yes. Kaylee? Yes. What Katy Perry song are we going to go out to? Mm, that's a good question. Um, let's go out to Teenage Dream. That makes me very happy. <laughs> All right, so this is Teenage Dream by Katy Perry from Teenage Dream. And until next time, we'll see you later. Bye. Yeah!